Did y'all yeah. just walk out? Yep. Yeah, I'm waiting there for more some people. more people. Because I told them like 10, Except 15, and they have to go to the attendance office so, and yeah. sign out. Woo, more people! Come to the bus stop! It's mid-morning, Friday, September 20th at Olympia High School. Overcast sky. 30 or more students cluster near the green bus stop on North Street. There's a nervous but cheerful energy as Louisa Savier passes out cardboard signs. Hey, oh, are you, you in the middle of an interview? I would like to take a sign. I just need him back by the end of the street. These students are on their way to the Olympia climate strike. Oh, what? Oh, you anxiety? Yeah. Kids from area schools are walking out of class this morning to meet on the steps of the state capitol. They're demanding action that addresses climate change. Many of these students are members of Olympia High School's Climate Action Club. Louisa, the one handing out the signs and organizing this group shot, is one of the club's officers. The club is young, just in its second year. Junior Kaylee Shen, now the club's president, just turned 16. She founded the club last year as a sophomore with then-senior Emma Song. Kaylee points to an unwelcome surprise a while back as part of her motivation to form the club. Every summer I visit my relatives in China and I'm used to going there and then seeing some air pollution and it's usually, the the environment's usually worse there, but one time when I came back to Olympia, suddenly we had terrible air pollution from the forest fires and Seattle at one point had worse air quality than Beijing, so that kind of was a shock to me that this was happening literally in my home. Kaylee had been involved in environmental clubs since the eighth grade, but now she wanted to do more. I wanted more of an activist type of club instead of just community service. I wanted to be involved in the local government and uh, in our school policies and kind of have a club of leaders instead of a club of community service kids, which of course is great. I'm in Earthcore as well. <laughs> as the name suggests, the Climate Action Club's goal is action. And that first year, they got right to it. 16-year-old Bahar Bujahameri, now the club's vice president, joined last year as a sophomore. I was just a participant back then, and then I kind of just realized what the club was about, and I, we were able to get so much done, and I was really involved, so I um, interviewed to be the vice president. Kaylee and Bahar helped craft what they call a climate inheritance resolution. The club challenged the city of Olympia to commit to net zero emissions by 2040. Kelly says this date isn't arbitrary. Well, we first looked at the United Nations Climate Report, which uh, said guideline that the world ha- needed to be net zero by 2050. And because we were in such an already environmentally friendly state, we thought we could do better and set a goal 2040. She was unapologetic when I asked her how they would get there. As students, we don't know the exact plans or the necessary steps, and we're not economists, we, we don't know that stuff, we're not trained, and it's the government's job to figure out how to achieve this goal. We just know this is what the science says. But the city explained in April that they were already part of a regional agreement to address carbon emissions. The Thurston Regional Planning Council has begun planning for an 85% reduction in carbon emissions by 2050. The Climate Action Club wasn't satisfied. When we talk to council members or other officials in the government, it's easy to see how like 
they kind of drop the ball or they push it off or they take less than what is needed to create um, real change, they're willing to still, like, compromise and, like, not put, like, plans in place that are going to be taking the action we need. And so, yeah, it's easy to get annoyed with the older generations for not taking the action necessary. The bus arrives, and the students line up and pack in. Go towards, if it's full, get the straps. Especially when there's people pushing you. Wait, I'm a bus pass. Oh, you don't need it. It's free. Just save it. For everybody? Yeah. Great. Trips are free for climate strikers today. We're here for the climate strike. Thank you. Thank you so much. Are you guys still in as far back as you can? Take any seats that are open. This bus is packed. Okay, guys, we can sit and it'll actually make more space. We'll just get up if somebody comes. After a short ride, everyone files out for a transfer to the number 13. We're near the Safeway on Cleveland Avenue. A few adults join the crowd and tell me they're also heading to the rally. Bahar scrolls through social media, checking on other rallies. Um, there were 270,000 people in Berlin, 100,000 in Hamburg, 100,000 in London, and like almost 400,000 in Australia. Australia, I love Australia. Kaylee's speaking at the rally today. I ask her if she's nervous. She's standing with Louisa, who I learned is also speaking this morning. Not really. No. Um, yeah, and also everyone here is so supportive. There's really nothing we're worried about. But I even get nervous right before. <laughs> yeah, it's like your hands start shaking, and then it's like you can't like turn the page. It's okay, it's one page. I made sure it was one, one page. page. <laughs> this is a day of strikes and rallies around the world, but not all of the students are aware of this. Kaylee explains what's up. I'm sure there's something. Yeah. 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 Dude, Greta from Sweden started it. She said, "Dude, Greta from Sweden started it." Greta. It's hard to overstate how much this girl, also 16, has played a role in this local demonstration. Greta Thunberg is on the lips of so many people here. Earlier, I asked Bahar and Kaylee if they had any role models, and they looked at each other like that was a dumb question, with an obvious answer. Greta. Yeah, Greta Thunberg. Uh, she's 16, I believe. Uh, she's yeah. from Sweden, and she is a climate activist, and she started the climate strike that really sparked the trend around the globe like that's that kind of made I guess made everyone more aware and passionate about this issue especially the fact that students are taking time from school for years there's been this conventional wisdom around climate change don't make it sound too dire or apocalyptic it might turn people off Greta has turned this on its head she says I don't want your hope I don't want you to be hopeful I want you to panic. Our house is on fire. She's been striking from school for like a year now? Months at least. Months? At yeah. Least, yeah, at least months. So yeah, she's been um, striking. And her, her speeches, she's given TED Talks, and her speeches are like um, really well worded and spoken. And yeah. If I live to be 100, I will be alive in the year 2103. When you think about the future today, you don't think beyond the year 2050. By then, I will 
in the best case, not even have lived half of my life. What happens next? The year 2078, I will celebrate my 75th birthday. If I have children or grandchildren, maybe they will spend that day with me. Maybe they will ask me about you, the people who were around back, back in 2018. Maybe they will ask why you didn't do anything, while there still was time to act. What we do or don't do right now will affect my entire life and the lives of my children and grandchildren. What we do or don't do right now, me and my generation can't undo in the future. Greta Thunberg has become famous for lines like, your best isn't good enough. And with this attitude, the Climate Action Club pressed on with their goal of net zero carbon emissions for Olympia by 2040. But the city proposed changes to the resolution. And basically the edited version took out the year date of 2040. It just said like something vague about like with the focus of reaching net zero, but it didn't set a goal year. And so like we had some club meetings talking about like what we would be okay with, what we wouldn't be okay with. And in the end we said, you know, we have to stay strong. So we stuck with their date. At the Capitol now, students spill out of the number 13 bus and walk towards the Capitol steps. People of all ages are making their way to the rally. A woman named Nancy says she knows her generation has let these kids down. I know they're disappointed in us, but we're still sticking with this. This is a solution we have to get towards. This happens to be, in my mind, the most difficult situation we have, and it's uh, way past its time. They're the strength that we have. They're where our hope is. Um, and we continue to need them stepping up and being part of what's happening. So. I know the discouragement happens, but I want them to know they're not alone. We're all in this together, so hang in there, guys. <laughs> As we get to the flag circle between the Capitol building and the Temple of Justice, hundreds of protesters line the steps of the Capitol. Hundreds more are streaming in. The crowd will later be estimated to be about 2,000 on this weekday morning. Kaylee and Louisa briefly huddle with the other speakers. Okay, listen, listen. Be ready when the speakers start. After I go, it's you. So be down here, be ready. And then, yeah. So Kaylee, so after me, it's you. Okay, just be ready for that. All right, after her, it's Justin. Kaylee speaks second. She has a big win to announce. Over the summer, after months of working with the city, the club got what they were fighting for. Just this past year, Olympia High School Climate Action Club passed the Climate Inheritance Resolution, setting a goal of net zero carbon emissions by 2040. It took, it took the efforts of the dedicated members of the OHS Climate Action Club and support from the entire community. But in the end, the days and weeks we put into research, petitioning, speech preparation, and poster making was all worth it. We made a huge leap towards a more sustainable future. The club is well aware that the harder work of implementing net zero by 2040 is yet to come. But Bahar put it this way in front of the city council minutes before the resolution was unanimously adopted. 
This resolution calls for the city of Olympia to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2040. And really, making the decision to pursue action we need to survive shouldn't be the hard part. The hard part comes when we start implementing the changes. When every single one of us makes an effort to change our ways to build a sustainable future. We have to go one step at a time. By passing the resolution, the city of Olympia will be taking the necessary first step and ensuring real climate action. Just before the vote, the mayor challenged them to take on the school district next. This year, the Climate Action Club is doing just that. We're looking to try and get our school district to get electric school buses, um, like the Pierce Franklin School District did in Tacoma. So that's one of our big goals. As a closing question, in my interview with Bahar and Kaylee, I asked each of them where they saw themselves in 10 years. Both said they'd be pursuing careers related to climate change. Bahar is interested in the law, and Kaylee sees environmental economics as her likely path. But today, the two are taking some more immediate action. Just as the rally is winding down, Bahar and Kaylee jump up from their spot on the steps and walk down the stairs. I catch up with them around a folding table red clipboards, and pens in their hands. What do you say, Um, I'm already starting to vote. Yeah, because I'm 16. I just turned 16, like, a week ago. (laughs) They're pre-registering to vote. But it will be two years before Kaylee and Bahar can actually fill out a ballot. The volunteers helping them to register could easily be their grandparents. The year 2078... Kaylee and Bahar will celebrate their 75th birthday. If they have children or grandchildren, maybe they will spend that day with them. Maybe those children will ask them about us, the people who were around back in 2019. Thanks to the students of Olympia High School that let me tag along, especially Kaylee and Bahar. Welcome to the second season of Welcome to Olympia. I took a bit of a break over the summer, but I have had irons in the fire, as they say, and the second season's going to be great. Music today was from Olympia's own Sefa. Sefa plays around town from time to time, and you can find their music on Bandcamp. S-E-P-H-A music.bandcamp.com. Ending theme music is still by Olympia's own Skrill Meadow, also found on Bandcamp. Greta Thunberg's speech was taken from her TEDx talk in Stockholm. If you want to get in touch for any reason, go to welcometoolympia.com and hit the contact button. And just to the left of that is the support button. So far, I have two monthly contributors, and weirdly, their first names both start with Z. This isn't a problem, but if you value what you're hearing and want to see other first letters of first names represented, click that support button. The pig on top of the Olympia Farmer's Market is named Petunia. Thanks, Mike, for that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing the show. Thanks for rating and reviewing. Thanks. I'm Rob Smith. Back in about a month. Well, you say there's no...